0: This is the start of, start of episode twenty-three. This is it. This is it. This is keeping it fifty-one-fifty. Episode twenty-three.
1: Want to repeat that joke? No,
0: I'm gonna <laughs> leave it as a mystery to the the viewers. <laughs> so we're back. Yeah, uh, we look are look back. This. What should we? <laughs> look at this.
1: Two weeks in a row. New personal best.
0: Yeah, it's it's been a while since we've done s- uh, subsequent podcasts. So yeah. here well, we
1: go. Here we go. So a little like housekeeping type situation. We got some emails, man. We do. As always, get at us, girl, I can make you feel okay at gmail.com. Hit us up, questions, comments, concerns, or leave uh, leave five star reviews on fucking iTunes. We'll read them out, man.
0: Yeah, please do that because we've not really been getting.
1: No, we um, no traction.
0: No, no. You um, hear
1: all this talk in the streets about how you guys listen, but no one wants to like <laughs> plate and like put their money where their mouth is and fucking click a button. It's not, it doesn't even take, you don't have to write a novel. You can just be like, five stars, Five stars. Wh- whatever. <laughs> it was sounds, five stars, <laughs> like something like that.
0: So uh, we actually got a couple more emails from our number one fan, Aaron Morgan, uh, who talked about uh, his top 10 metal albums. We should have him in and talk about this as a, as a, as a separate Show, I think, so. I think. Um, uh, that, could be, that could be a lot of fun. I think so. We do I think our, we,
1: yeah, we should, we should, uh,
0: as I keep saying, we should do a personal, individual, unarguable top 10s and then come up with the objective, conservative top 10 that, that Rolling Stone should have had. <laughs> I think that'd be,
1: yeah, because we can't stop arguing about numbers. There's a no. reason why numbers are in the name of this podcast. <laughs> we are numbers fans, we just enjoy, yeah, numerals in all of its forms. We'll,
0: so we'll, we'll probably talk about his, uh, his comments there when, yeah. when we have him on. But we got an email um, and it just is from Michael and it says, it's the uh, subject line is forward, I will haunt you. So, it says here, good day sirs, I will haunt you from beyond the grave with my baton. I shall become your conductor of nightmares. Every day will be a magically horrible symphonic experience. <laughs> Yours truly, Mikey. PS, love the show. It's actually from Michael Kamen. It says, Michael yeah. Michael Arnold michaelarnoldkamen at gmail.com. Who I thought I thought died in two thousand and three. Um He's actually said us two miles, and the other oh, yeah. another one says, I am the greatest. De- <laughs> Good day, sirs, I am the greatest. HTTPS, uh, DejaReviewer.com slash twenty twelve oh seven thirty one. Michael Kamen, the best film composer you've never heard of.
1: Are people really not heard of Michael Kamen?
0: I think we hadn't properly heard of him until I didn't until re- we started digging into the soundtracks.
1: I- seen his name on stuff i just didn't realize that he had done terrible orchestral scores to uh shitty frog songs and stuff.
0: yeah he, he is quite the uh, he's quite prolific i think that's what you could say about him.
1: yeah no he makes that money
0: so thanks mike thanks for getting in touch uh, if from any beyond other...
1: the grave, like, fucking, like, some Alter B shit just rising from your grave to send emails. Also, if a dead man can send us emails, you motherfuckers out there who are alive...
0: Yeah, please. I mean... Type
1: out emails. What are we doing?
0: Like, this is someone we've attacked, and, <laughs> and they, they got in touch and said, love the show. Jeff Tate, where are you? Come on. <laughs>
1: like, he's an entrepreneur who's starting business after business, and he's giving us all the money through <laughs> the sponsorships. So, Tate, you're good. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so... Yeah, there we go. Michael Kamen emails. Exciting stuff. Yeah. (laughs) You know what's... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Obviously, cut all of this. (laughs) 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 No. Keeping it. It's amazing. You know what's also exciting stuff? There we go. Look at that segue. When I edit together, it's going to seem fucking flawless.
0: Yeah. We're going to get that fucking job on Good Morning America <laughs> together. Like, two scumbags just to talk about <laughs> Judas Priest. So you were
1: in the UK recently. Yes. Uh, last that. last week.
0: I went back for my dad's birthday. Uh, I was there for about... Four or five days, not not long enough really to adjust to the, the jet lag, but and long enough to have jet lag coming back as well. So, okay,
1: what was the top five candies that you had that aren't available uh, in the US?
0: I, let's see, uh, double deckers has got some double, got deckers. A double decker. Was All good. right, I got a whisper bar, I think a whisper bar is pretty good. Whisper, like, like, you're not like an arrow, but denser, you know. Yes. I like, think it's it's yeah, uh, you know, blow they blend some air in there, but they don't blend as much as an arrow because <laughs> <laughs> an arrow sometimes you go, oh, like you bite no, into air, it. And I, I, the
1: mint arrows are good.
0: Yes, they're very refreshing. I think it's, I one. think they'll serve instead of brushing your teeth in the morning. I think That's that's, <laughs>
1: that's pretty much what I do in the morning. This is, I eat two Aero Bars and a uh, chocolate-covered cherry, and I figure my breath is going to be good enough. <laughs>
0: yeah. And uh, a picnic bar. I don't know if you guys have picnic bars. They're pretty what, good. It's, what, it's another Cadbury's one with like loads of loads of nonsense inside it. Like, is uh, that is this overstuffed with bullshit? Yeah, so that's, why it, I that's exactly yeah <laughs> <laughs> Is
1: that what's on the wrapper?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Picnic. Now with even more bullshit. <laughs>
1: 25% more bullshit. It's crackers and figs and I don't
0: know. <laughs> There's like a, a whole gingham fucking tablecloth. <laughs> oh, and I listened to, uh, got, I got audiobook recommendation. We don't do recommendations anymore, so I'm just going to pepper them throughout the show. Um, Your Band Sucks by John Fine, who was a guitar player in Bitch Magnet. Uh, He'd he, he done a book... Um, it's great. It's really good. I oh, think yeah? I think you would enjoy it. I think if if you uh, listen to it or read it, then we can uh, get get into it because it's about driving around America in, in a van playing shows.
1: Okay. Yeah. You know what? I will I will get at that, and I'm inviting everyone to get at that. And I'll say, are well, we going to do a book club? Book club. This first <laughs> version of the book club. Uh, I was going to try to do it for it. But it
0: seems like that. It is, is too, too long. <laughs> too long of a book. <laughs> it, it is a thousand plus densely typed pages. Or I checked out the audiobook because I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a lazy, illiterate man. It's 30 something hours. Come on. You know why?
1: <laughs> Unabridged. I'm sure there's an abridged version on cassette out there that you can get. Uh, <laughs> cassette.
0: <laughs> I watched the movie, the, the two part, three hour movie. It's good. I enjoyed the movie.
1: There's a lot of things that didn't make the cut for that made for TV movie. Yeah. <laughs> Some weirder stuff in there. A lot of cocaine was involved in that, but I digress. The point is, we'll set a um, month from when this airs. Yeah, should be enough time for all you guys to, to get on this book. What's the name again?
0: It's called Your Band Sucks. Um, what I learned in indie rock's failed revolution, but can no longer hear. I think that's the that's the sub the subtext the subquote uh, right. by John Fine from okay. Bitch Magnet.
1: I will get on that. Everyone out there, if you're interested, get on that. We'll have a. a Dense discussion yeah. on and about four episodes. Yeah, so, sounds good. You yeah, have about four episodes worth of time to listen to that, like audiobooks. It's, it's on
0: Audible or... if, if people have Audible. Yeah. That's a, that's a read good it? way to spend your credit. He does read it, which is always... Um. It, I, like it. I like it when the author reads it because they know how it's supposed to go, <laughs> rather than some actor coming in and going like, I think, Oh, if there's another person talking, I will put a different voice on or settle down i, so I'm I like, you I, don't need to I do look, that. I, fucking, I just started listening to a podcast
1: called LeVar Burton Reads, <laughs> um, which is LeVar Burton, you might remember him from Breeding Rainbow, and as Jory LaForge from Star Trek The Next Generation.
0: I think he was on Community as well. Maybe not. No, maybe he's on in Harman Town. I thought I mean, there was a Dan yeah. Harmon connection as to why I've heard that name.
1: Yeah. So LeVar Burton, uh, he just reads short stories. Oh, cool. Every week, it's a different short story, like from a different genre. But he does that. He did add a two-part fantasy one where he put on like an Irish <laughs> rogue. Is pretty good. So uh, he he does he does the fucking voices and shit, and he put sound effects in the background too. So it'll be like the fire crackle <laughs> in the background. They have a lot more production values than we have on this podcast. Yeah,
0: well, you know, we're, we're held together with string here. It's yeah.
1: Like, you know. Although, if if we eventually want to start reading uh, w- short stories, of... or
0: your emails,
1: <laughs> yeah, well, it look in this, if they put what accent they want us to read. Oh, the yeah. email in in the subject line. Oh, in
0: brackets, fire crackles in the background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, or through a mouthful of Yorkie bar. <laughs> 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 this. this we will. We will get there. We will do that. That's that's the UK. That's the UK in a nutshell. It's cool. I think I'm glad, so. Yeah. Glad you uh made it back safe and had a good time.
0: Yeah, it's a long, long couple of flights, but you know.
1: The point is, <laughs> I don't do business, but someone has to do business, and that's the podcast. And our business is reading ads for our great sponsors. And let me tell you,
0: <laughs> these these sponsors are terrific. Let me just let me tell you, folks. We've got some terrific sponsors coming up.
1: 51 Fifth Years, I only have one more question before my time is through. I beg you, tell me in the name of hell, who are you? It's a question older than time itself, and more and more Americans are demanding an answer. So, what is your ancestry? Are you a bit Polish? Romanian? Scotch? Don't you want to tell people at parties that the conflict in Yugoslavia affected you more deeply because of your genetic background? Well that's the kind of shit you'll be able to pull thanks to Gene Genius. Our patented process, which definitely does not just take the names of a few European countries and randomly assign a percentage of your ancestry to it, is very simple. There's no need for needles or disgusting spitting into a tube, we just need a bone. Pretty much any bone will do. We send you a return label, an instructional DVD, and a sterilized knife, and you do the rest. Sorry, we cannot return any of your bones. Sure, it sounds terrible, but let's hear a customer testimonial. Oh, turns out I'm mainly Welsh, but there's a little French in there, too. Gonna miss my femur, though. Gene Genius. Not using bones to build a massive bone throne since
0: 2016. Our am back. we how was I from it? <laughs> um, Man, we still talk about bullshit, right? We don't really have a, a through line for this entire uh, no, podcast. This is, I decided
1: um, for this one because I didn't want to put too much work into it, and we also had a lot of little things I think yeah. I wanted to touch on. So, what I decided we should do this kind of grab bag situation. It's a bunch of topics. Yeah. Just, fucking power through them to power through a bunch of stuff we'll get to that 40 minute mark man you know
0: yeah don't worry like we will get you to wherever it is you go when you listen to this podcast we'll get you there
1: i mean if i'm gonna be real honest with you guys we had another thing that we were supposed to talk about in the first segment i just cut it because we did a strong 40 minutes on airline travel that i was like dynamite
0: i hope there's three usable minutes in that (laughs)
1: It's like, no need to even talk about the stuff our band did in a studio with a producer making yeah. rock hits. Didn't touch upon it because we went long on the UK airline food we discussion. We um,
0: did. Also, talking about how awesome it is to be in a band that records. I don't know if that's, that's going to endear us to people. <laughs>
1: like You know what? I'm beyond that <laughs> as a thing.
0: To people not listen to this because of our of our loving... Like, I think you're going to
1: stop with do people not listen to this. Uh, yes, Move sorry. up that punctuation to the middle of the sentence and just call it good. Um, so this is going to be... Um, it's going to be a bunch of scattershot topics. We'll try to come up with cool segues between them because we're fucking aces at segues. Yeah,
0: okay. Well, speaking of aces at segues, <laughs> you want to talk about uh, Ready Player One, okay. uh, which is a book by Ernest Klein that I was trying to buy yesterday in, in a secondhand bookshop. Don't don't give him money. It was second secondhand bookshop. And this cat was following me around. It was following me around and it was yelling at
1: me. <laughs> like, yeah. It was like, don't buy that book! <laughs> I don't care so, if I peeked on it. That's my feelings against this book.
0: Yeah, so I know almost nothing about it other okay. than it's a, a pop culture phenomenon. Pop culture touchdown. It's possibly the most important pop culture book ever. I, I believe The Nerdist was probably really into this book. <laughs> like
1: They were. Okay, so what I realized as I was editing the podcast that you definitely listened to last week...
0: Oh, episode 22.
1: Episode 22... I don't know what the name of episode twenty two is.
0: <laughs> Colon, whatever we talked about <laughs> six weeks ago.
1: <laughs> it was, uh, but the main the main topic was things that people love.
0: Oh, secret cows, yeah.
1: And what I should have mentioned in that and forgot to completely do because I was on the spot was Ready Player One. Yeah, I know a lot of people who say Ready Player One is their favorite book of all the time. Is, is, does, your,
0: is your message read more fucking books? <laughs> does,
1: my message is you're wrong. You're wrong <laughs> to have that be your favorite book. So Ready Player One is is about. Future where everyone plays a massive online role playing game, second life type situation. Okay, so they spend all their time in a they have like sensory suits so they can like get into this other reality and walk around and do stuff. All
0: right, so far, so massively unoriginal. Yeah, that, that could be good. It's, a, it's, it's not the most original premise, but you could see that going in a good direction.
1: I can't see that because I've read it. Um, the person who invented this phenomenon that's encompassed a whole world and a whole economy and stuff. Was this dude who grew up in the '80s, <gasps> and in a real like Willy Wonka-esque move, when he he died recently, and he's like has put a contest in where if you solve it, you you get control of his company and the, like the role playing game, and everything is based off of. 80s references he really liked Rush and now like I like learned how to play like spirit of radio or something and that like
0: you opens know, doors but while we're doing diversions I just recently listened to uh, spirit of radio which is all about how a salesman, <laughs> a a
1: salesman! salesman!
0: <laughs> all about how Rush want to keep their integrity I'm <laughs> <and, laughs> like you know not sell out fuck you, Rush. Like, <laughs> when did that song come out? Like, ni- the 80s, right? That was yeah. obviously... But it was like, you sold X billion records and you're all like, yeah, but we're keeping it fucking punk rock, you know, because we're Rush.
1: Yeah, the same band that gave us subdivisions, like, I, needs I, to, like, needs to chill the fuck I, out. I like
0: that song, but fuck you, Rush. <laughs> like, yeah, sorry.
1: So no, no, that... <laughs> that'll definitely stay in because that was amazing. <laughs> um, so, this whole book, you're following a, a bunch of characters who are trying to like it's a race to solve this mystery and everything's like oh i gotta play adventure on atari because that was the first video game he played he's recreated that in a, in a room in a like on a world and if i go there i can set the remember it so it's like all shit like that it's all spielberg references it's like stuff about fucking et and like fucking
0: it's, just like, just, list. Just, <laughs> it's all, <laughs> the same
1: probably, but i started reading it because everyone was like this is the book dog like, oh, this is the book <laughs> And I started reading it, and I was like, maybe Don't accept better. book
0: recommendations to people to say, dog, by the way. Terry Gross on NPR rarely <laughs> will, will say, oh, dog, I got this book for you. Yeah. You've got to check this shit
1: out. Yeah, Nancy Pearl was like, dog, dog. <laughs>
0: Nancy Pearl will recommend any book. I, like, I, I I like her as a force on NPR, but Jesus Christ, you got a very low bar for what she'll recommend. Oh, printed and bound and <laughs> with a barcode in the back, you should read this. The one thing I like. Settle down. We don't all read it quickly as you do.
1: Anyway, so I hated uh, Ready Player One the yeah. most. So it so had a were- real uh, Star Trek in the Darkness vibe that seemed like pandering to like a nerd nostalgia that didn't need to happen or could have been better.
0: I, I think we're now paying the price of uh, empowered nerds, which is every movie is a superhero movie. I'm exaggerating not every movie is a superhero movie, but Jesus Christ, can we can we not all the time just maybe like one every two years was a good a good rate at which they came out. I uh, know. We need more. No, several every month. Feed the beast. What about Ant-Man? What about Ant-Man? Can we not? We don't need to. I don't need to learn about the Green Lantern, do I? We do. The
1: Green Lantern Corps is going to (laughs) come into this, buddy. They had a beaver and a big tree guy.
0: How many many Spider-Man reboots am I going to have to live through?
1: (laughs) For your life? Yeah. Uh, at this rate at least two, you more. know loads <laughs> yeah um they got steven spielberg a dude who's referenced like a million times in that book to right direct he's a
0: dream dream sculptor he's uh credited as in the trailer oh the trailer <laughs>
1: we'll we'll get to that in a second like so they got him first thing he did was take out all the references to himself it seems like wow. that's <laughs> why you make it like or just don't do it like just pass on and be like yeah i'm my, is my... he very modest? <laughs> like... He's the most modest. They released a trailer for Comic Con. You yeah, watched it? I did. What is? Well, without you... without knowing anything
0: about uh, Ready Player One, the trailer looked kind of okay. It was just like, yeah, uh, Tron kind of like steps into a steps into a computer world. Fine, I preferred it in the eighties when they step into a computer world and the graphics are really shitty. I, like That's that the best was thing about Tron. better. Um, but anyway. So, uh, and then it, cu- it cut to the movie and it was like, oh, I'm, I'm just a little guy in a fucking shitty town in Ohio. And then, oh, now I'm a guy inside a computer game. And I didn't catch a lot of 80s references, except I saw a DeLorean at one there point. There was, there was, and it was I, not I'm only, hypersensitive to DeLoreans. I think it was
1: the Back to the Future 2 DeLorean, because I think it had, like, oh, the future uh, garbage it had the mis- diffusion. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I watched that trailer and I was infuriated by it. And okay. I was, like, but that's
0: because you know the book.
1: Fucking Tom Sawyer is yeah is yes it is yeah. (laughs) Oh, I wish that they had put uh, Bitor and the Snowdog, which is my favorite (laughs) shitty (laughs) rush song about Bitor trying to get into hell, but the gates of hell are guarded by a Snowdog. And yes, and I think at one point they say "Let the fray begin," which is one of the funnier things. I don't know if they mentioned melee combat, but they might like it's I'm assuming it's turn based this way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming. It's dice rolling. Yeah, at one point they were like, Save bro was hit.
0: With, with no context, the trailer looked fine. But I don't know. It, it but it did look like oh another another movie. It the... <laughs> <laughs> yes. I guess the... I guess that's still a thing. <laughs> I guess we're still <laughs> making movies. <laughs> it's gonna beat out the previous
1: other movie that we that we saw a trailer for. Uh, High, the, the Dark, dark Tower. Dark Tower? Yeah. The Dark Tower should just be called. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, another movie? Question. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> the
0: reviews at site: Two hours and seven minutes.
1: <laughs> no, it was like 85 minutes. It was like very Oh, short. really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, it turns out they cut out everything. It did not get good reviews. No one saw it. I think it crashed and It's out? It, yeah, it came out. It came and went. Wow. People were aggressively
0: not it. Missed it. <laughs>
1: I wouldn't say I missed it. All right. So in conclusion, I don't support that at all. <laughs> I don't support it. I don't like it. And everything I don't support are both the alt right <laughs> and juggalos.
0: Yeah. Although the more I read about the juggalos, the more I'm starting to lo- I'm warming to them. I mean, I don't like <laughs> I terrible. don't like Shaggy Two-Joke, and I don't like Violent J. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I know. But I read this thing. I read the I read the Wikipedia article on juggalos. This is how how much research I did. <laughs> There's, like, a charity arm of the Juggalos. <laughs> I'm
1: like, well, that's, that seems cool. They donate Fago to needy kids. <laughs> Something like that.
0: I mean, it, it does seem like a lot of people wearing badly applied like Kiss makeup and having the worst tattoos.
1: St. Boss was one of the worst things that come out of the 90s.
0: That's a, that's a valid position. Um, So
1: why why are we talking about those two things together, Steve?
0: Well, apparently um, they've both applied for permits to march in Washington, D.C. on the same day i don't know washington dc is a big city but i like to imagine that they're going to be at the same park like fighting, I, I fighting over a fucking like, i want to imagine court.
1: that uh a juggalo's gonna fall in love with someone from the alt-right and oh, they're it's gonna like have Robbie a real, and juliet kind of situation it's like the worst reboot of west side story you've ever seen where it's the juggalo and an when you're a
0: nazi you're a nazi all the way <laughs>
1: But their the, their love is going to bridge.
0: Uh, we, and there's going to be a situation at the end with like the Nazis and the jugglers facing each other down. And they go, you know, we're not so different, you and me. <laughs> we're like everyone's like fucking right, you not. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you no, all. <laughs>
1: no shit. I can't see a situation where that's not going to happen. That's that's my my prediction. Like the headlines the next day from after this are going to be nineteen dead, four married. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that's. It's funny how much press this is getting because of the. Current events in our country, plus the train wreck aspect of the fact that Juggalos and Nazis are going to be in the same
0: place at the same time. I mean, it's, it's funny. Um, but it's also like, oh, we have Nazis now. Like I, I, was, I was out of the country last weekend.
1: Yeah, you missed.
0: And when I came back there were nazis (laughs) like i know i I guess i know we've always had nazis (laughs) you you were talking about there is a a small amount of time between walking into an antique slash junk shop and finding a bunch of nazi shit
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's you never know you never know when it's gonna rear its ugly head and if a place seems too proud of their collection of nazi memorabilia yeah, you gotta turn. I don't care. If <laughs> even they if have... they have a really
0: good Mister Peanut memory. Yeah, yeah,
1: even if it's like I really want to buy this 1940s Mister Peanut glass.
0: He's wearing two monocles. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he could have was wore glasses. This is ultra rare. He's riding a horse. I didn't know he could do that. <laughs> <laughs> He's a legume on a horse. Um.
0: One great thing about Shellsville thing was people's uh, people's response to what we what on, on on my team would be called doxing, where they were just like. Oh, that—that that is it. This uh, this guy works at this company. He has this position. Here's his Facebook page. Here's his fucking LinkedIn profile. And then the company going, this guy does not work at this company. Yeah. <laughs> like, correction. I was, like, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, this is the best. I no, like, yeah. It was like, oh, guess what? Consequences, motherfuckers. This this is just justice being very quickly served. It's like, (laughs) cool. No, you can absolutely say what you want. I'm not going to stop you from saying that. No, no, no. No, no one would ever dream of stopping you from saying that. That's not the argument we're ever going to have with you. Freedom of speech, absolutely. Now... You don't work here anymore. <laughs> and these are the tough guys. These are like kind of, oh, you liberal fucking snowflakes. This, this is, those are the tough guys. Like, yeah. <laughs> this feeling is getting hurt because a racist statue is getting fucking pulled down. Fucking Yeah, their A statue right. that
1: should not, like, again, it's just uh, the fact that no one was like, nah. Like, <laughs> when, like what, are, what are we doing? No, no. We're aggressively not putting up that Robert E. Lee Like, how did that even, oh, my God. Fucking.
0: Props to Silver Medal, you know? <laughs> Participation medal to everybody involved in the Civil War. You, you, you know, good, good game. We all have a statue. Fuck you. Here's an orange slice and a fucking
1: statue. I'm just saying.
0: Yeah, the Confederate flag as well is a similar, similar sort of thing. I'm born in 1978 and like roll on on fucking Dukes of Hazard and stuff like that. so two
1: boys are in a heap of trouble. <laughs> I loved Dukes of Hazard as a kid. Yeah, but the fact that they have a car called the General Lee that's got a Confederate flag. Painted yeah. on the top of it, presumably for just helicopters. I like, are <laughs> like the mainstream media, when they fly over, is really going to know what it stand for.
0: <laughs> if anyone's going to recognize a bright orange Dodge Charger driving around Hazard County. Uh, what a, just needs something? Otherwise, the cops are going to lose us, and we don't want that. Also, was the main crime speeding? Like, was it, what was Buschard's problem with them? Cause he also seemed super racist. I mean, I'm, I'm making an I'm making an assumption. Oh, you know, it wasn't racism that was driving them apart. They were just they had that in common. They no, like racism. Was... They like barbecue. But some of them like driving fast, and some of them like keeping that down. <laughs> like, the...
1: I mean, they both enjoyed driving through uh, country roads that were covered in leaves. That yes. was the thing. <laughs> They dropped a lot of broken bridges. Like, Hazard County's infrastructure <laughs> was falling apart. Like, there was a lot of, like...
0: I think they're very libertarian <laughs> down there and don't pay for the upkeep of their roads unless they particularly use them themselves. And general generally can jump, kind of.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know what can jump, though? Every police cruiser they have. I think that shit ended up at the lake every time and then fucking whoever... Roscoe Pico train. There you go. Oh, I should have remembered that because there's a rapper called Roscoe P. Cold Chain. <laughs> like, his chain was very cold. I, I guess meaning icy, meaning expensive. Um, him and the bass and the hound would just end up in the drink every chase. You think he would learn to not try to jump that broken bridge, but every time he's like, this he's is like, the I'm time. Gonna, I'm going to get this.
0: I get, those guys can do it in the fucking charger. I reckon my police crews can do yeah. it.
1: So maybe maybe we shouldn't watch The Dukes of Hazzard anymore?
0: I I, I don't watch it anymore. <laughs> I think it started losing its appeal at about seven. So <laughs> I started to outgrow the plots. That's just my liberal West Coast elitism shining through. <laughs> also, Jesse... And um, Boss Hog, very very similar dudes, like almost indistinguishable. I think Jesse had a beard and Boss Hog didn't, and that was the only yeah. thing that was really. Boss Hog
1: also wore a white suit. From guy who eats barbecue that much is a very poor decision. <laughs> he needs to have a barbecue brown suit if he's gonna do this.
0: No, apparently not. Apparently. Pro tip:
1: Actually, you know what? Immaculate. I'm wrong. That guy's skilled. <laughs> I'm saying this as a dude who, like, I just create crumbs. Like, I'm just the crumbiest we, motherfucker. We talked about you... your superhero powers. <laughs> yeah, I'm the crumbiest motherfucker you've ever met in your life. So, like, I can't eat any food without getting on myself. I can't imagine wearing, like, a fucking boss hog outfit and trying to eat fucking ribs and not yeah. just be looking like a fucking... Well,
0: I'm assuming he, t- he tucks a bib into the front of his... <laughs> he takes he
1: takes his shirt and pants off <laughs> to eat in a, del- in a highly controversial deleted scene for the Dukes of Hazard, A <laughs> fully naked boss yeah. hog is. I hold my pants, Roscoe. <laughs> dressing down Roscoe while he just eats a whole rack of ribs. Those Duke boys. For <laughs> whatever crime it is, that they-
0: <laughs> what unclear crime I'm that they may sure have committed.
1: They were moonshiners. They, they, did, they created moonshine. Uh, bootleggers? Is that, I guess, technically a bootlegger? Is okay. Um, but every time the cops tried to pull them over, they ran. I'm pretty sure there's a couple of laws that they're breaking with that. They also, they were like Hagar. They were never driving. 55, <laughs> So that is also a thing. You know, they're secretly the villain of the piece. I think I've yeah. watched this recently.
0: Yeah. It's, it's would you a reboot? <laughs> Another one. They've already rebooted. The it's gritty a movie. reboot
1: where like the Duke boys are, it's they're troubled and there's shades of gray to it. <laughs> Yeah, you can see both sides. Well, like our
0: president says, there's many sides to this.
1: I'd be controversial though because we'd have to rename and redesign the car.
0: Yeah, we call it the Stonewall Jackson. Yeah, uh, Mitch McConnell. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> it just has a GOP elephant on the roof. <laughs> but, but the but license like... plate just says "Yeah, but where's his long-form birth certificate?" Question <laughs> mark. <laughs> yeah, but tax cuts. Exclamation <laughs> <laughs> point. Her emails. H E I M A L
1: S. wait, what were we talking? Oh, we were talking about juggalos. Juggalos uh,
0: and the alt right, and uh,
1: yeah, okay. I mean, I would say t- in summation,
0: because <laughs> in conclusions,
1: we've <laughs> already used that. We one. never conclude,
0: but no. we will. We will repeat back what we said. But,
1: uh, <laughs> I think the point is, there's <laughs> Duffy's good is. Gonna How are you going from, to do this? <laughs> wait, wait <for> it. <laughs> Duffy's good is going to come from juggalos and the alt right being in the same place at the same time. Much like nothing good is going to come from the backstory of an Iron Maiden mascot in comic book form. But maybe it could segue. There's a comic book coming out. Yeah. I think I, it's a four to five part miniseries.
0: It's Iron Maiden's Legacy of the Beast. There's a colon in there somewhere. Oh, sorry. Iron colon Maiden: <laughs> Legacy of the Beast. I <laughs> know. <laughs> oh, Weird choice. <laughs> nailed, nailed it.
1: Nailed it. Let's go and Na- nailed, nailed it. Nailed question. <laughs> <laughs> okay so i saw this on one of the many shitty websites that I go to. <laughs> let's
0: so, let's let's say decibel let's say decibel uh
1: <laughs> loudwire i don't know something was like everyone excited for this terrible idea that's coming down the pipe and i thought to myself steven's gonna buy this
0: yeah I, I don't know i don't know from comics because i don't, don't really read the comics um i know that this, there was a video game called Iron Maiden Legacy of the Beast, which I think is a mobile phone game. What, what is it like? I, no, I've not played it. I mean, I feel I feel bad having not played it. I will at some point download it and play with it, but I'm not thrilled that... Iron
1: Maiden is your favorite band, right?
0: hundred percent. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Unashamedly, yes. Um, one of the things that got me into Iron Maiden was fucking Eddie. That picture of Eddie. You're like, what music does that fucking sound like? That looks so cool. However... Legacy of the Beast reminds me of when they used to do video games. They did one for about Virtual Eleven when they were shit, and has Blaze Bailey as a singer. But they were trying to get into like CD ROMs and shit like that. And they yes. were like, "Here's here's a new thing we can do." And we're like, "Oh, please, please don't do this."
1: Are you worried about the creative direction then on Legacy of the Beast, <laughs> which I believe is specifically just filling in all it's, the I backstory? I think it's the backstory of the video game. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I need to know all of the secrets. Of eddie
0: no it's like i don't care how he got from oh he was like all locked up in peace of mind for the fucking like in in this mental song how did he get to be power slave eddie <laughs> like how did he get to be blade runner eddie after that just, oh what oh and, what the, and, the, and then he was tree eddie in fear of the who cares it doesn't matter like
1: <laughs> also it's very non-linear storytelling because it's like this <laughs> motherfucker's hanging out like on the mean streets and eddie's like fucking Whatever battle the trooper takes place during, <laughs> like <looking, laughs> oh, that's that's his
0: great grandfather.
1: <laughs> At first, he's just like you know, it's like killers. He's just fucking yeah. hanging out on the alley. Well, his the first
0: the, 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 the first record is just Scary Face and the Killers, big axe. And there's a couple of singles in between their ways, like Women in Uniform, in which he stabbed Margaret Thatcher to death, and <laughs> <laughs> which well, I'm like down with like well, well done i mean that should be a billy Bragg album cover but it... yeah, no sh- <laughs> yeah, that
1: should have been like that's a subhumans take <laughs> exploited
0: like... really missed the trick there um and so there's like an early where it's like yeah you could see all this happening in the same like grimy east end london streets with this monster hanging out there with with real humans and then it goes into like here's space eddie and he's fucking blade runner and it's like okay yeah, well you know, this weird-
1: is weird He's got the sci-fi monocle in one of them, <laughs> and fucking flying a plane. Yes, he is for, for the "Aces High" uh, single. Yeah, so he gets around. Which I was uh, my first thought was flying high again, but that's just because <laughs> I love fucking Ozzy's intro to it. Anyway, the point is, there's a shitty comic book.
0: Well, I mean, I, I think I, I think I want to read it because. <laughs>
1: Are you gonna wait for the trade to come out? or Are you gonna buy issue by issue? Oh
0: yeah, trade probably better than I, than i have committed. It's like five issues. Are you
1: mad that they license? No, I don't. Stuff? I don't care. People
0: oh sell it, like They are always a merchandise merchandisey band. It's not like they're I don't know fucking Fugazi doing a fucking comic
1: book. Or, yeah. Like,
0: um. Or I've... Rush with their integrity. You know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's not it's, like. Not like Rush. But... Colon the origin of the salesman. <laughs>
0: Endless compromises. <laughs> Fuck you, Rush. Oh, no, like you... Main have always been like, yeah, we do fucking t-shirts and like, like album covers like that are like designed to make kids go, what the f- yes, like you know, yeah, well, yeah. Whereas like if if fucking Dark Throne were like you know with an anti having a record cover kind of thing and be like, okay, it's weird that you're making a comic book, but I, I want to see what what that's about because you're really badly photocopied, <laughs> like just black pages with... and. <laughs>
1: <laughs> blurry photos of woods photocopied and then there's just, like voice bubbles over it that are just like
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is the greatest comic book ever <laughs> um, uh, no so it's like no that like that's entirely within within what they do i hope it's good it probably won't be so
1: growing up i read comics and as a little kid i liked uh, superhero comics but i turned at a certain point around junior high and i was like i only like weird horror comics and weird the independent the comics and one of the comics i read at that point was uh rock and roll comics I've, oh yeah I, have you have you heard I, I read
0: the i read the wiki article you sent for me
1: people that. who don't know and we'll probably show notes if we do show notes um is uh rock and roll comics were an incredibly unauthorized badly researched <laughs> autobiographical <laughs> comics about bands right the Generally, first one was guns and roses right guns and roses there's a metallica one i think number two was metallica and there,
0: my, there is i think there's a rush one so shut up rush
1: <laughs> and my favorite my favorite part of the metallica one this is something i remember is there's a panel when they like
0: did they have dave Mustaine on a bus like, well,
1: the, it, no but they they had it they did that differently where they were like <laughs> okay dave your drink is out of control you're out of the band and it's <laughs> a shot of dave indignant pointing at him being like well, I'm going to form a new band. It's going to be called Megadeth. You'll be hearing from us soon. <laughs> that
0: is the best. Of course you would phrase it that way.
1: That's crazy he had it all in his mind even then. <laughs> you guys, ho- you won't holler at us. But I really think that we should do a uh, a feature-length commentary for The Client of Western Civilization Part 2, The
0: Metal Years. It's mostly. been a while since I've seen that. I uh, remember Chris, is Chris Holmes. Yeah. I remember this Chris Holmes scene. That's all. That's, I oh, and I think Megadeth are on there, and they were is. they were annoyed later. The best quotes from Megadeth after like I don't know be on that there with a load of pussies or whatever. I was like settle down, like you're you're Megadeth. <laughs> like, yeah. you're on with Wasp. Yeah, that's that's about right. <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: I just remember there's like a montage talking about groupies and sex and stuff, and they cut them a stain. Oh, I thought and he's like, pulse downly and he was They a, do on a, bed and covered, we'll pause, on a bed
0: covered in groupies. Yeah. <laughs> like a game of thrones throne, but made of people that pulse <laughs> downly <Stanley> is fucked.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's I, I'm surprised Littlefinger wasn't giving exposition during that interview. <laughs> like there's so <laughs> many just like scantily clad like women laying around. But uh they they cut them a stain and he's just all like it's not the size of your pencil, it's how you write your name and it's like perfect. <laughs> Cut and print. No, wait, I have more. No, you don't. That <laughs> can't approve perfection. Like, got it. Like <laughs> First idea, best idea. Yeah, like never never explain, never apologize. <laughs> like totally fine. Like Um
0: yeah. One last thing then, as a as a as a, a joyful thing that happened yesterday in Seattle. Maybe you know where I'm going with this. Um right wing conspiracy nut and and uh Presumably Bertha, but definitely Sandy denier um uh, Alex Jones showed up uh, uh, in, in yeah. downtown Seattle, and a guy that we kind of know. I saw that video, and I was like, oh shit, is that the dude from Bloodhag? <laughs> <laughs> oh, for, for, if you've not seen it, what happens is uh, uh, the dude from Bloodhag, uh, while speaking to Alex Jones, slightly awkwardly, I mean, we'll admit that it was awkward, threw a cup of coffee over him. Yeah. A a boiling, scalding cup of coffee, and a a cup of coffee.
1: (laughs) It seemed like a lukewarm, to room temperature, to ice (laughs) the fucking iced latte, like, fucking... Because Alex Jones doesn't react like you would if a hot... It would be like the Joker,
0: right? (laughs)
1: That's what I was expecting.
0: Hot coffee thrown over Alex Jones. Oh fuck yeah. No.
1: The guy who whoever's filming him on his shitty fucking iPhone 5S, like Oh yeah, that like,
0: was that was some bad video we is saw. It was like Also oh, why sh- why'd they release that? In what in what <laughs> way was it like Jones look good in any of that? Well, I think it's probably because he's like. Look how liberal Seattle is. Yeah. You can't even say a bunch of dangerous racist <laughs> stuff that, that causes that. tyrants to get elected and not have coffee thrown up. Yeah, you fucking can't. Or, Fuck you. Welcome to Seattle. Or this how like, we are doing the 206.
1: I can't believe anyone listens to that shit and is like, this guy knows what's
0: going on. <laughs> this guy who sounds like he's about to have a fucking aneurysm whenever he talks. Ooh, I hadn't I watched an extended stuff until the John Oliver show John a Oliver. Ago, and it was like Jesus Christ I know. like if 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 Andrew Breitbart carried on that way I can see exactly why he ended up the way he did and let's let's hope that fucking Alex Jones and Steve Bannon end up in exactly the same space Steve you
1: know. Bannon that dude looks like he may have leprosy <laughs>
0: like <laughs> like he look. can Jin give you leprosy like <laughs> He does like, not like the dude on the front of a death album come he looks like He looks like
1: the dude on the front of Aqualung. <laughs> like, if you, like, cut that dude's hair but didn't help him out in any other way. Like, couldn't happen to a nicer dude. Like, I hope <laughs> oh, he... Oh, yeah, we're down with this. The uh, death uh, is... For a dude who presumably is getting... Yeah,
0: hundreds for, of dollars a week. If a hundred dollars
1: a week, <laughs> free square meals from what... I'm sure the White House has a pretty What's good... He has that? a mess, I believe. Yeah, like, he looks... Jesus as Christ. bad
0: as someone could like it's. I, I was glad to see to see the back of him this week. Um, the, the, the mooch, by the way, that that all happened between between. Jesus, that could have happened. Like there's like, like, certain, certain particles, they have to get up to the speed of light, it, otherwise they they will decay before we see them. But we see them, and that's evidence of special relativity. Tony Mooch's com- career was shorter than these than these particles. It was of the order of femtoseconds. It was. It <laughs> like, was...
1: Between the mooch time, between the time we recorded the mooch got hired and fired and we almost went to war <laughs> with North Korea for a moment there was a like Nazi riot and Steve Bannon got fired
0: We need to podcast more often doc like this is I, okay, I really. the, the world gets a little out, out of control if we don't
1: <laughs> so. we are holding it together Okay, yeah, keep
0: wheel. keeping the mooch in place. <laughs>
1: You know what? Mainstream media.
0: Yeah. All this left left wing media. All this left wing media that we have. Stop
1: just... having the mooch on. <laughs> Why are you inviting the mooch on to like, let's hear the mooch's side of this. Don't have the mooch. The less I hear from the mooch, the better. <laughs> he said, you his, know what? His name is hilarious. He said, he said, Steve Bannon's too busy sucking his own. C-. That's a mic drop. That's the last thing I ever need to hear from the from mooch. From the
0: director of communication of the White House. Yes. From uh, a... <laughs> kind of shitty stand-up comic, oh, what else you got? Like, it's not a bad <laughs> opening line, considering that was literally... I'd was... never heard of Tony Mooch, and then it's like, I'm not going to really be like Steve Bannon trying to suck my own... I'm like, okay, but not not in this position, but more, maybe more from you in a different role. like Talking about himself exclusively in the third person. I <laughs> think you know he does that.
1: All right, I think, I feel like we covered a lot of ground. I we covered think... the true love between Juggalos and the
0: alt-right. Yeah. The Mooch. Yeah. Comic Ma- Maiden... Nazis, 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 Nazis. This is your one-stop shop for fucking Nazi news.
1: Yeah, it's mostly us talking about Nazis.
0: And who'd have thought that was going to become a thing again in 2017?
1: Oh, everybody. (laughs) Uh, You made this joke, and then I saw other people make it after everyone's racing to be like... Uh, jokes about watching uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark and not knowing who the roof (laughs) (laughs) is. So many
0: sides to this issue.
1: (laughs) Tina Fey, I think, made that joke as well. She might have done a better version, to be fair. But I had already seen your version of it, (laughs) so you got credit for that. (laughs) Speaking of ads, let's just read some ads. You know what? No time for segues. No appropriate segues.
0: Give me a 5-1. Give me a five-zero. Oh. What's that spell? 5150. 5150 is, you can't do everything yourself. From the mightiest space monarch assigning tasks to her space underlings, to the humble raccoon doling out jobs to the rats. Sometimes you have to delegate. But how are you, as a busy sea captain, supposed to find someone suitable to handle the day-to-day running of your vessel? Well, you may not have heard of his company, but you will know his voice. Introducing Jeff Tate's First Mate. It's the overly specific recruiting service for Century 21. Part Tinder, part grinder, and 100% dedicated to hooking you up with the right sailor. You know how this podcast feels about Jeff and his If War Crimes Were Music band, Queensryche. But to prove he's the better man, not in any meaningful sense, obviously, he's picked our platform to run his ad. These aren't some bullshit second in command deck officers you're getting. These are Jeff Tate's first mates. Would the man who recorded Some People Fly and then allowed it to be released ever let you down? Use the code 5150 and Jeff will come to your house and whisper the lyrics to all the promises to you. Jeff Tate's first mates. It will be a sign of the times, colon, the best of Queensryche to miss out. Keep it Getting a little unhinged there, Jeff. <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> uh, it is weirdly specific. So, <laughs> Last segment.
0: Which you titled, and I love this, Keeping It Foodie One Foodie.
1: <laughs> okay, so this is a new thing. Come on, everyone. Baking show's off right now. Um, yeah, we're, we're between bake-offs. We're between bake-offs. Recommending things is hard. I decided to just make up a new thing on the fly, which is uh, talking about food. I feel like we <laughs> don't talk about food enough. Keeping It Foodie One Foodie, episode <laughs> one, is about a little thing we like to call
0: jaffa cakes
1: jaffa as in
0: you you americans will know it you hip americans that have tuned into space will know it from oh my fucking god i've got some jaffa cakes in my pocket
1: or you may know it from this podcast where we (laughs) talked about how they had to make some true
0: we did talk about jaffa
1: cakes a lot on this book on uh on the bake-off where they had to make them um so i'm gonna start i'm gonna throw this question to you so start out with uh, when did you first hear slash have this food? They
0: were always part of my life. <laughs> Much like Americans and their Twinkies and their Captain Chocolate cereal, or whatever it is. Uh, well, it's like, but when was the first time you had like any staple? Jaffa Cakes. Jaffa Cakes are a staple. They, feels like the luxury item. Because you guys have like
1: digestive biscuits and stuff. That just feels so, like a thing. I'm going
0: to guess this then. Let's say that, Cakes have to pay more tax, or there is more. There's a higher cake tax, on, cake and, tax. And, and biscuits are just they're just allowed. Let
1: the, let the cake play the like cake pay the cake tax, and let me play the home tax. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was trying to make that joke. I'm glad you uh, got in because <laughs> beers.
0: Um, so Mc, McVitie's, the the company that make Jaffas, I think insisted that they were biscuits. Because in that way they'd have to pay less tax. I apologize yeah, if it's the other way around, just, they, but they were insisting. But it's got cakes in the name. And the <laughs> like that like, does. Motherfucker, it's cakes, and they were like motherfucker, it's biscuits. Look, it comes in a packet. It comes in like a packet, like biscuits. They asleep. look like biscuits. Like we stack them like biscuits. I don't know. It's <laughs> biscuits means twice cooked, and we cook them twice, except we don't because they're cakes. Oh shit! I don't know.
1: <laughs> so- <laughs> okay, my next question, and see, this is going to be a recurring segment. So we're, these questions are kind of <laughs> uniform to the recurring segment. Um, how hard are they to get? In America, they're impossible to get without yeah. getting online. Uh, I'm assuming you just went to the airport and they were just right I, there.
0: I walked to, to the, the gas station at the end of the street, like <laughs> five minutes from my parents' house. Going, oh, I gotta I've got to get some Jaffa Cakes because Paul was definitely wants to get up on those Jaffa Cakes. So. And I just walked into the, like, as if you were in a Shell station. Uh, and I'm like, oh, wow, they have they they have everything here <laughs> this is just i'm not sure if there's a place in the uk where you can't get jaffa cakes i think they're just cuz they're they're highly available yeah. they are like you know bud light
1: okay as steven alluded to he has a, he has a sleeve of them yeah. here I'm, I'm looking i'm looking at a box of jaffa cakes we am going to break this open i'm going to try this for the very first time on microphone so it's kind of a um if you haven't seen them, Kind of a, a bit of a flying saucer type shape, chocolate on the top. You can kind of see where the orange jelly that's going to be inside here is going to be in there. And you got a like sponge. Oh, it's been a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dog. That's awesome. Good. It's rad. If mm. this were if these were available, if Trader Joe's was selling four of them in a like a plastic container, I would buy the shit out of them all the time. Um. Because it's everything I like. I fucking love orange and chocolate.
0: Mm. Yeah, that is a good combination. Damn.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah, it's been a while. I've, I, they're not one of the ones I crave, so I never went back and had Jaffa cakes. I've known them for about ten, fifteen years. So, damn, that's really good.
1: Yeah, the 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 dirty inch of beer, <laughs> washing it down, not as good. Um, it's no shots
0: on on, on peroni, but um, find people at peroni.
1: But uh, but I let this one sit around a little bit while we were yakking. Um, so that was rad. I recommend if you have the ability, I mean, I don't know that you, I don't know that you want to, like, get online and try to order them, but if you're, if you see...
0: If you find yourself in the United Kingdom, definitely Or get if you this. randomly,
1: like, say some weird <laughs> shop is like, we specifically ordered these because we're fucking, you know, <laughs> trying to get to the end of fucking <laughs> UK products or whatever. Like, if you're like... Oh, what's what is this going on over there? you fucking get up on them. They're pretty yeah. fucking tasty.
0: Yeah. So You won't be disappointed. You might be disappointed. Depends what your expectations are. You know, second expectations are low. you never disappointed.
1: <laughs> Let us know. Um, girl, I can make you feel okay at gmail.com. If there's a food you want us to talk about and try for the segment, I will try to uh, come up with something. Hopefully, Steven hasn't tried. Yeah. We, the, we, we can the find next, stuff. for stuff. For next week. So we can do a similar uh, kind of live taste test slash uh, breakdown of food. A lot is probably going to be candy and snack-based, I think. Because I'm not going to fucking... we like, that. I'm not going to, like, smoke a duck for this fucking, <laughs> like... Sec- I have you guys have had a hand-smoked duck, like, we fucking... But, you know,
0: get a duck and smoke it.
1: <laughs> no! I, I got a duck and uh, I smoked I don't, it. I don't <laughs>
0: change my own fucking oil. I'm not smoking a duck.
1: <laughs> I'm not getting a smoker by duck breast smoking it for fucking two days to bring it in but but we will get we'll get on some gross candies and some, some fucking chips and shit and talk about it if you guys are into it we're looking for segments i'm just <laughs> make, like broach segments at this point
0: yeah let us know what you want us to talk about
1: let's know anything just tell us that you're listening <laughs> approaches in the street <laughs> if you see us on the street be like peace <laughs>